and welcome to Storytime with Genevieve. I am Genevieve and I will be telling the stories I have written, but this will be the first time I'm sharing them with a broader audience. This first episode, I will be telling the story of the unsightly caterpillar. Let us start the unsightly caterpillar. There once was a flower that was considered the most lovely flower in all of the garden. And each morning it would stretch its leaves and stems into the sky, exposing the best parts of it so it could absorb the most energy it could from the sun's rays. But one morning, a caterpillar approached the flower, and it looked up at it, and it said to the flower, You are the most beautiful thing I have ever seen. I have crawled across this whole garden, and you... Are your leaves look the most loveliest, your petals the softest? Is there any possible way you would let me take a small little bite from one of your lower, smaller leaves here near the ground at the bottom of your stem? The flower looked down to the ground. It so rarely looked down and not up into the sky. Uh, who are you? says the flower. Well, I am the caterpillar. The flower said, Oh, you're so ugly. What is that all over your body? Well, it's hair, isn't it? Why is it pink and black? responds the flower. Are you sick? No says the caterpillar. This is my natural coloring. So, may I take a bite of one of your leaves? asks the caterpillar. No, says the flower, pulling as far away from the caterpillar as possible and tucking the leaves way out of its reach. Oh, please, says the caterpillar. Why not? I don't what you're discussing little mouth touching any of my leaves the flower responds okay says the caterpillar as it slowly crawls over to the dandelion and nibbles along its leaves for the dandelion didn't care and it reached its leaves out as far as it could to the caterpillar saying go ahead I don't mind a little nibbles then and now. And the caliper takes a bite. Oh, says the caterpillar, it's quite bitter. But I do appreciate the nutrition. Once the caterpillar was satisfied, it curled up and started to build itself a little cocoon right there on the ground. Into the dirt, it spun and spun and spun until it was a giant white ball mixed with mud over the top. And the sun baked the mud into a harder shell to protect the little caterpillar as it transformed and went through its metamorphosis. It slowly changed, but the flower took no notice. It continued to grow and stretch and it would look to the sun every morning. Until one day, all of the garden heard a crack coming from the forgotten pile of mud that had crusted over the ground where the caterpillar had made its cocoon. And slowly 
the creature started to crawl out of the crack. First one little bright colored wing and then another and it slowly shook the moisture from its newly formed body and a gorgeous rainbow of colors were across its wings. And the flower gasped, Oh my, aren't you the loveliest thing? And the caterpillar who had just transformed into a butterfly looked up at the flower and said, Oh, am I? Oh, how nice. Well, may I sit along your head? Well, please do, says the flower. You would make a lovely accoutrement to my petals. So the caterpillar, now turned butterfly, flew up to the flower's petals and landed right on top of its head. Oh, <laughs> says the flower, you are a little heavy. But that's okay. We'll be lovely together. Oh, says the butterfly. I have to lay some eggs. You don't mind, do you? The flower responds, uh, no, you don't need to lay any eggs on my, please. Oh, 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 oh. But says the caterpillar, it will look lovely inside of your petals. And it continues to just lay some eggs. Boop, bop, boop, bop, 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 bop. And the flowers response, no, 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 no. What are you doing? Please stop right now. I don't think so, says the butterfly. I'm done now, though. So, okay, bye-bye. And it flies away. And now the flower's head is covered in little caterpillar eggs. And it shakes and it shakes, but they're very glued to its face and it can't do anything about it. And so it just stands there as the eggs mature until one day, tiny fuzzy little caterpillars burst from all of the eggs and nibble their way all the way down to the flower's base, leaving the flower with any leaves or lovely petals along its head. The end. Thank you for joining me on my first episode of Storytime with Genevieve. I hope you enjoyed the story. You can join me again next time where I'll be telling the story of the dog who could never sleep. Good night. Hello and welcome to Storytime with Genevieve. This is my second episode of where I will be telling bedtime stories I have written. Tonight I will be telling the story of the dog that could not sleep. Let us start the story of the dog that could not sleep. There was once a dog that could not sleep. It could hear the voices that no one else could. It would lay in its bed and weep for the want of falling asleep but the voices would wake it any time its eyes fell shut. I watched it wander the hills, continuing to cry for its sleep, and observe the dog seeing the sheep sleeping along the hills. Many days went by and the dog could not find a wink asleep. Finally, it approached the sheep to find out the secret of their sleep. It said to the leaders, leader of the ewes, the oldest of the herd, 
please tell me the secret of your sleep. Each night I look at you, and I observe you sleeping so soundly through the night, and I weep to find my own sleep. The old you responded, You will not find the sleep that you seek from us. We sleep so well, knowing that you are awake, keeping us safe no matter the hour. A chorus of ba ba thank you came from the rest of the sheeps. The dog flushed with embarrassment, unaware that its visual had allowed the sheep to find such nice sleep. The ewe looked at the sh little dog and asked, Have you asked the shepherd? I personally have never seen them sleep, but the cat says they sleep very well. The dog approached me, the shepherd, and looked up and said, Shepherd, how do I find my sleep? I looked down at the dog. You just needed to ask me, my friend. I worried you would never seek me out, but I could not force you to come to me. Now look at the stars, my friend. And see how they twinkle? They wish for you to sleep. Count with me as they twinkle. One, two, three, four, five. And with each number I counted, I ran my hand along the flank of the dog. One, two, three, four, five. And soon the dog was asleep. And I quietly thanked it for its vigilance that kept the sheep so sleepy during the night. The night soon met the dawn, and the dog woke, and together we walked the hills quietly. Shepherd, I dreamed of the wolf, the dog said, first breaking the silence. I smiled. There is no wolf. The sheep are safe. The dog responded, but the voice said it was coming. Oh, I said, I believe you heard the voice, but the wolves have gone. The only ones left live here, and I touched the center of the dog's head. I think that may be why you cannot find sleep, not because of your worry for the sheep, but for the absence of the wolf. The voice, I'm sad to admit, is a ghost of another place. The dog gazed at me and inquired, Shepherd, is that why you are weeping? Oh, I smile and respond, Yes, my friend, I cry for all that is gone from the smallest to the largest. The dog leaned against me and looked up. Are we the last? asked the dog. I placed my hand along the dog's forehead and rubbed down its flank, wrapping my arms around the dog. I'm afraid so, I answer. And we quietly 
sit together to watch the sheep continue to sleep. The end. Thank you for joining me on another story time with Genevieve. It has been my pleasure to be your storyteller. I hope you enjoyed the story and will join me next time when I tell another one of my stories. Sweet dreams and good night. <laughs>